All righty, I am going to then share my screen and, and show some slides then. And the plan is to um, you know, go through the slides and just talk, and then I'll have time for Q and question and answers at the end. So I'm gonna hit share the screen and hopefully this will work. Did that work? Yeah, we see it. We see it just fine. Okay, good. All right, let's get started. So I hope many of you listening have a pencil and or, or a pen and paper in front of you, because I want you to write down some things too and take some notes about this, because I want to make this very clear about um, what my intention is and how I think we should look at losing weight, because obviously most people across the modern world are overweight, particularly in this country. I know that conventional authorities tell us that 66%, and then they went up to 70% of people that are overweight or obese. And I'm saying that number is not accurate because they use a BMI of 25 as the demarcation line between overweight and normal weight. And if we look at long-lived societies and long-lived individuals, we always see longest-lived societies have average BMIs below 22. And the average, the optimal BMI for a male is below 22, and the optimal BMI for a female is below 21. If we use a BMI of 23 as the demarcation line, between that's permissive enough between overweight and normal weight, then it classifies 89% of Americans as being overweight. So obviously, if you eat like other Americans eat, you become overweight. And of course, um, if you eat like other Americans eat, you develop high blood pressure, High, heart, high cholesterol, heart disease, cardiovascular deaths, uh, strokes, cancers, dementias, and you, you look at other Americans eat, your life is headed towards a ultimate tragic life with a shortened lifespan and a poor healthy life expectancy like every other, other American. I always say, you know, to people, I say to them in lectures, you know, I lecture to medical groups and big conferences, and I say to them, raise your hand if you've been shot by a bullet or stabbed by a knife, or you, how about in your, in your family been shot by a bullet or stabbed by a knife, or your local, your closest friends, and nobody raises their hand, or one person raises their hand. And I say, are you kidding me? Nobody's been shot by a bullet? Well, how about everybody here has got cancer diagnosis or a heart attack diagnosis, or somebody in your friend and family, and like the whole place raises their hand. And I say, and that's a, that's a neighborhood that you want to stay living in? You want to remain in the same place where everybody around you is getting heart attacks or strokes or cancers, and you're going to live like they live in that dangerous neighborhood. I'd want to escape from that danger if it was me. You know, obviously, we're living in a dangerous neighborhood, and we have these weapons of mass destruction on every street corner, right? McBurger and, you know, Pizza um, pizza Haven or whatever people go to, McCann, um, you know, Burger, um, Burger Cabin. I don't even know what the hell they call these things. Um, turn around and, and ring around the rosy burger, whatever it is you're going to, these places you're going to. If you eat like other Americans eat, you're going to become brain damaged from this too. So in any case, let's get started with the lecture. Oh, but I wanted to make the other point was that people of a normal weight in America whose weight are um, BMIs below 23, that 11% of people, most of those people are cigarette smokers or people with medical problems. In other words, they're alcoholics, they have autoimmune diseases, they have cold cancers, they have digestive disorders, they have, they have, um, they're, they're smokers. But in any case, it's only 2.4% of Americans, it's a small percent of the 11% that are a normal weight because they eat healthily and exercise regularly. So if you're going to eat healthy and eat very healthily and exercise regularly, 
and be an example of excellent health and, and, and push the envelope of human longevity, which I'm saying the normal human lifespan should be between 97 and 107 years old. And it's achievable. That means we the, the bell-shaped curve centers in a narrow way around 100 years old. And we should be able to have our full mental faculties and our full ability to enjoy our life physically up to that point or very close to that point. So, but it's But almost nobody's doing it. And the point of this lecture is that if you choose to do that and you choose to live healthy to an extended lifespan and good health, you're not going to fit in. You're going to have peer pressure and you're going to get exposure to either ridicule, scorn, or um, exclusion from the other people who want to live there, who are living their life in a different way. So we have to cultivate the right type of outlook, the right type of leadership, the right type of mental outlook that enables people to be different in today's world to achieve optimal health and their ideal weight. And that's what I'm talking about here. Okay, so now let's get started. So first of all, just in case you haven't heard my other lectures, I'm just going through this foundational principle of a nutritarian diet. And the foundational principle of the first principle is that I want you to memorize these five words. And the words are moderate caloric restriction in the context of micronutrient excellence. So it's modern, moderate caloric restriction with micronutrient excellence. Because I'm saying ultimately your longevity and how healthy you are in your later years is proportional to your exposure to a, a, a great micronutrient exposure, your mic, micronutrient bang per caloric buck. That means more micronutrients, less calories. And the word moderate is really important. Moderate, right? right? We're talking about um, moderate caloric intake. In other words, moderate caloric reduction. So you're keeping your body thin and favorable because excess calories, which speeds up metabolism, speeds up the aging process. You eat more, you don't just put weight on, you're eating more, half the calories go to put the extra calories you can't burn. In other words, um, my basal metabolic rate, to keep my weight at my most favorable weight, I need a certain amount of calorie, calories, that's X amount of calories. And let's say that X amount of calories is 1500 calories a day. If I eat 1700 calories a day, that extra 200 calories a day I didn't need, doesn't all go into fat, about half those calories go to speed up my metabolism and the other half goes to fat. So the body tries to burn off the extra calories you consume. It doesn't put it all on fat. So a person who's 50 pounds overweight didn't just eat enough calories to put extra 50 pounds in the body. They ate enough calories to put the extra 50 pounds in the bodies and to rev up their metabolism to age them faster. Because when you raise your metabolism and you, and you, and you have your furnace run at a higher rate from extra calories you don't need, need then you're aging your telomeres and aging your stem cells and, and, and aging your body faster and aging your brain and aging your immune system and you're shortening your life. You're making this pact with the devil. You're saying, give me those calories now. I'm going to pay the price by shortening my life at the end and being more sickly down the road. So the extra calories you eat now are lifespan shortening and make no doubt about it. People have all these excuses and, you know, and, and they want to rationalize why it's okay but the reason they're overeating food is because their diet is not nutritionally sufficient with nutrients and fiber. So I'm saying, even though I'm saying here that, um, that for longevity, we need to eat a high nutrient level per calorie, get a full spectrum of these plant-derived nutrients. I'm also saying like antioxidants and phytochemicals, I'm also saying that as we eat more foods that are low in, that are high in calories without a lot of nutrients in them, as we eat more high calorie, 
low nutrient food, we, be, we wanted to consume more calories. That the high nutrient exposure and the high fiber exposure suppresses both the appetite and the apostat and makes us comfortable with the right amount of calories. So if you're gaining weight, you're eating the wrong diet and you're eating too much food, then you're desiring too much food because you're not eating the right food. If you eat the right foods, you should desire the right amount of calories and you should maintain an ideal weight. So we're going to talk about that in more depth um, today. So in any case, we're, we're, um, we're getting to the point where almost everybody in the country is overweight and the average woman weighs 160 pounds where... You know, in 1920, the average woman made 115 pounds. The average male is, is also 30 pounds heavier than they weighed, um, you know, even 50 years ago. Even in 1970, there's a study that shows that um, the average woman in 1970, eating the same amount of calories with the same amount of exercise as, as a woman do, eating today, same amount of calories, some exercise, the one today will be 30 pounds heavier, eating the same amount of calories as in 1970 demonstrating that people have more of a tendency to get overweight today and has a lot to do with these endocrine disruptors and chemicals and toxins in their body. And the body puts on weight, both fluid weight and water weight, I mean, and fat weight to dilute the toxicity and to retain more um, body size, to maintain the toxicity of their diet. The diet is, is nutritionally deficient and we're more toxic today than we were years ago, increasing risk of cancer rates and autoimmune disease and depression and mental illness. And so in order, so we want to do both to get to lose weight and keep it off permanently. We want to eat healthier. We want to enable the body to remove toxic waste products. We want to do those both things at the same time. And then we're going to, our body will gravitate towards our healthiest, most favorable weight. And repeating again, that the most favorite rate weight for longevity is with a BMI below 21 for a female and below 22 for a male that um, corresponds approximately to a body fat percent below 25% for a female and below 15% for a male. And I know it's easily attainable because I have all these healthy people eating a healthy diet at favorable weights whose body fats are way below that. My, my body fat's probably closer to 10, it was between 10 and 11%. And I'm, I'm set almost 70 years old um, this year. So obviously it's possible to keep your weight below 15% of calories from fat for a male. Um, but what I'm saying here, is as your fat goes above 25% to 28% to 30% to 35%, as a male's fat goes from 18% to 20%, so do disease parameters like inflammation, insulin resistance, estrogen production, angiogenesis promotion, and the production of um, inflammatory substances like cytokines, lycokines, that suppress immunity, increase risk of cancer, and shorten lifespan. So a lot of factors go on in proportion to the extra body weight being put in the body there's no such thing as a healthy, overweight person. This idea that of healthy at any weight means a healthy person, you can be overweight and have a, a non, and you're not diabetic or don't have high cholesterol, and that means you're okay is not true. All overweight people are pre-diabetic because all overweight people become insulin resistant from the extra fat on the body, which means the body has to do excess insulin when the glucose level is normal. And the higher and insulin is, is, um, promotes angiogenesis, which then allows cancer cells to replicate. So insulin is the primary fat storage hormone. And when you have extra insulin production, you're promoting atherosclerosis, fat storage, appetite, and, allowing, and one of the necessary ingredients to allow cancer cells to replicate. So, this, so 
when you, so all people with extra, extra fat in the body are um, compromising their potential for a long, healthy life. It's not a cosmetic issue. It's a serious health risk issue. And now when you are, um, when you do desire more calories than a person needs and people that are overweight are desiring more calories than they need. They didn't need all those calories, right? They don't need to. And when you're desiring, and I'm saying here that the, one of the reasons they desire more calories is because they get acclimated to having extra calories, especially extra calories in the bloodstream at one time. <laughs>